You're listening to Youth and Loud, the show that's the show that's quiet about the trivial things, but loud about the important things. We discuss all issues relevant to youth. If you'd like to find out more about the show or have a topic idea, check us out on Facebook and give us a shout by searching Youth and Loud. Tonight on the studio is joined with us uh, Glenn Munzo. Uh, how are you going tonight, Glenn? Yeah, good, man. Thanks for having me. Looking yeah, more, to it. more than welcome, man. Glenn is, is, is a really cool legend here, and he's headed up a program called the, the Youth You Program, um, which we'll have a chat a little bit about later on. Um, but just to kick us off, um, Glenn, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and the work you do and just what life looks like for you at the moment? Yeah, sure. Um, so at the moment, I run a program called the Youth You Program, um, which helps young adults, um, teenagers as well, um, get off drugs and you know get their life back on track. Um, so it's a holistic program um, where we focus on the mindset, give them the tools. Um, and I also own a gym as well, so we do the physical aspect of the program as well. But it's about getting them off drugs and you know showing them a positive life. So, do you mind sharing with us just a bit about how that program came to to start? Yeah, sure. Um, so the program's based off my my own experiences. So you know, I've I've been down a rough path myself, um, where I struggled with drugs and you know addiction. Um, and I found, you know, what, what was missing for me um, were, were, were certain, you know, cer- certain things that I needed, you know, exercise, that, that support, that, you know, working on the mindset. So I decided to put that into a program and, and help help other people, considering it's such a big issue these days as well. Um, so seeing that you tried to implement things in your own life to help yourself, but then you wanted to use what you learned to help others? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um you know, I, I think sometimes, you know, when we're, you know, down that path of, you know, addiction, we see no way out. Mm. Um, you know, and I just want to show people that there is a way out and there is, you know, there, there is a positive side um, that, that they can achieve, you know, if they stick to it. What are some, some things, I guess, that you've heard personally from, from the young guys? What have they said as they've reflected on the program? Um, I've, I've, I've had people come up to me and, and tell me that, you know, if it wasn't for this program, they don't know where they would be. Um, people have come up to me and said that I've, that I've saved their life. Um, if it wasn't for the program or for my help, you know, they'd, they'd probably be dead. Um, you know, I've had, you know, even more you know, different people say that they would probably be in a mental institute right now. Do you mind sharing with us a bit about your experience with drug abuse and drug healing and how you came to that turning point in your life where you said, enough is enough, I want to stop doing this and I want my life to change? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, so I got to a really dark uh, stage in my life. Um, you know, I was, I was very overweight, I was, I was depressed and I was in a, you know, a dark, dark hole. Um, I was using more than ever, and I remember just you know looking at my life and and I hated everything about it at that stage. Um, I had charges coming up, so I actually got sentenced to one month jail. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but one, but when I actually got sentenced, I didn't know anything about the court system or anything like that. I didn't know that I could actually appeal um, that sentence. So when I got sentenced to one month jail, everything felt like it just caught up, and you know I remember sitting. You know, in in the cell, just thinking, how did I even get to this? You know, this part in my life. How did I, how did I end up here? Um, and for me, 
you know, re- reflecting and obviously knowing that this wasn't the life for me, um, that was one of the main reasons and one of the turning points in my life that made me realise that, it, like, it was enough and I had to change or else this was just, you know, well, it's not like it could get any worse because I was, you know, sitting in that cell, but, you know, I'd, I'd definitely hit rock bottom. Just wondering, was that um, something that came to mind? Was there a particular person in your life that spoke into you, that gave you a bit of guidance, or how did you come to that that, that moment? Um, there, there was definitely um, heaps of people, um, you know, family, you know, my fiancé, um, you know, even the I had teachers as well. Um, afterwards, while I was doing the course, there was definitely people that supported me along the way um, to push me to do better. Okay. Um but, you know, at first, I guess I had to realise it for myself um, to know that, you know, because along the way, a lot of people would tell me, you can't keep doing this, you can't keep doing this. But it mm. was my own, you know, I had to realise it and figure it out for myself to, to realise that, yeah, it, it was crap and it was a path that I shouldn't be living no more. I understand as well that you got a, a corrections order and you decided to, to do the community service instead of doing the one-month jail, is that yeah, correct? Yeah, yeah, that's right. So I appealed, I appealed my um, one-month uh, jail sentence and I got a 18-month intensive corrections order. So when you're on the intensive corrections order, um, I had to do community work twice a week. Um, I had to see my parole officer twice a week as well, so I had to sign in. Um, I also had to do anger management um drug and alcohol counselling mm-hmm. and I also had to do a program called Cogstagills which was run by um, two psychologists as well. So what what kind of impact I guess in your life did being involved within those things have on you? Um, it, it had a massive impact because I you know was around um, I guess people you know that had had been down that path and you know I learnt from a lot of people as well because you know they looked out for me I was young at the time but they'd also you know sit down and talk to me and tell me that this wasn't obviously the path that I wanted to go down and it was a constant reminder for the 18 months of exactly where I didn't want to be. What steps I guess did you take after that time was finished what steps did you take um, initially to put into practice that that desire you had to to turn your life around? Well the the first thing um, for myself was you know I, I knew that I had to stop drug dealing I had to stop doing drugs so the first thing and I was overweight and as a kid I used to like doing exercise and stuff like that so the first thing for me was to to start exercising to start feeling good about myself um so and and also career sorry career wise I knew that I had to you know I had to do something with my life so I enrolled for into a personal training course um not knowing if it was for me but I knew it was like I needed something, mm. um, so I signed up for that, um, and and through that, you know, obviously, you know, being 112 kilos, I um, started exercising, started focusing on on myself, giving myself an outlet, keeping myself busy, um, and, and and building up my confidence and my self esteem about myself. What kind of, I guess, advice would you give to young people who might be tempted to be involved with illicit drug use or maybe they're in a place where they're, they're struggling with um, an addiction? Um, what, what would you say to them to, to, to encourage them or what advice would you give? Um, my, my advice would, would be stay away from it and, um, and focus, focus on yourself. Find out what makes you happy as a person and, and focus on yourself. 
um, everyone doing drugs or you know or has an addiction deep down knows that that there is a problem um, so I'll definitely say seek seek for help um, get help there is definitely help out there and that you're not alone as well you know sometimes when we're we're in this path you know it's 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 lonely it's dark um, but it doesn't have to be that way you know reach out to your family reach out to friends you know reach out to to people that can that can help you I, I think that's 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 a really important one as well um, but definitely you know once you've got the help you know just yeah you, you really need to focus on yourself it won't work and uh, until you you know you focus on yourself that's that's, that's really important and I guess where you mentioned just before that I guess one of the things someone can do is to, to, to reach out for help. What are some of the things they can do or where can they go to to reach out for help? I, th- I, th- I think just like just talking to someone first, really. Just, yeah, just, just talking to family or friends or, you know, talking to someone. But there's, there's definitely heaps of organisations out there that you can, you know, go and talk to someone about it. But, yeah, it's, it's just really just or, – or, or even if it's just, you know, to your friends or someone close, um, you know, like you mentioned before as well, like the Beyond Blue and the Kids Helpline um, help and the Lifeline as well, mm. you can talk to people through there. But, yeah, definitely go out and seek that help as well. Um, don't be scared to and people won't judge you um, you know a lot, a lot of people think that you know they're scared to reach out because they're, they're, they're fear of that judgment but mm-hmm. um, you know e- everyone that comes through to my program and speaks up I actually you know tell them you know I take my hat off to you and you know I respect you a lot because you know you, you're being up front and you're, and you're reaching out you're not Mm. You know, being all, oh, no, I don't need help. And, you know, you're actually doing something about it as well. Mm. So, you know, I, I always tell everyone you know, that walks through my door and does the program and, and sits down and, and says, this is my life at the moment. I know I deserve better. Mm. Um, how can you help me? You know, uh, that to me already, you know, it, it is already massive, you know, for someone to open up and do that. So, mm. you know, open up and, yeah, seek out for the help. Yeah, it's, it's such a good point. I've heard before that um, it, it just releases something when you actually open up and, and have a chat with someone, as as you're saying, Glenn, and just say, you know, this is what my life looks like at the moment, and yeah. it, it, it's a mess, but I, I need help. Yeah. Um, and I guess the, the, the point of honesty as well, and just acknowledging that, you know, everything isn't okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's a good point. Um, on, honesty is massive. You know, a, a lot of people are just like, oh, no, it's okay. Um, you know, and it's not as bad as, you know, as they think it is. Well, they deep down inside, they do know it is, but, you know, mm. they sort of avoid that situation. So just, you know, just dropping all the excuses and, and being real with yourself and, and knowing that it's crap. Like this lifestyle isn't something to, to brag about or, or, or something to, you know, to, to be lived. There's so much more out there. You need to be upfront with yourself and know that, you know, these drugs, this destructive path is you're you're killing yourself. Mm. Um, and it might seem like all fun and games and stuff like that at the start, but it's not. Um, you know, it's, it's something that's very serious. So mm. you you really need to, you know, be real with yourself. So, so you're really saying, I guess, even if um, drugs do seem like fun at the start, that the, the long-term consequences aren't worth it? That it's it's, it's just... never worth it. It's never worth it. Um, so yeah, stay away from it because it's not worth it at all. Mm. Um, you know, there's, there's people in, in mental and psych wards at the moment. There's people in rehabs at the moment. Um, you know, there's, there's many people that's, that's died from it. There's a lot of families out there that don't have their kids in their, at their home because of it. Um, there, 
we have a massive problem and definitely stay away from it. Hmm. If you felt concerned about anything that you've heard on this episode, you can contact Lifeline on 13 11 14 or Beyond Blue on 1300 22 46 36. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time on Youth and Loud!